This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. You're walking across the parking lot in a hurry to get to your car. You see a shiny coin on the floor. Do you stop to pick it up or leave it? If you're superstitious, most likely the little voice inside of you will insist you pick it up. If you're in a hurry, but you know every penny counts, you will probably stop to pick it up. If you think it makes no difference whether you do or you don't, or you think you don't have the time to pick it up, or you think it's just a coin and pass it by, think again. If you're leaving money on the floor or not taking notice of your own money, chances are your relationship with money is strained. Do you want to be able to tap into an abundant world where you never have to worry about money again? Valeria Telly's interviews Dr. Ming Chi, the author of Money Blues to Blue Money and the Equation of Money. Ming also hosts the Money Alchemy podcast. Dr. Ming Chi is a spiritual money alchemist and Reiki master. She is both a practitioner and teacher devoted to metaphysical healing and transformational guidance for co-creating personal alchemy toward energetic freedom and abundance. Ming's passion will guide you to create money alchemy in your life and manifest the abundance you deserve. Meet Dr. Ming at themoneyalchemist.com. Here is the interview with Dr. Ming Chi. In your own words, who am I speaking with today? <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm Dr. Ming Chi. I'm a spiritual money alchemist and a Reiki master. My work is devoted in guiding people to co-create their own personal alchemy towards freedom and abundance. So what that really means is that I assist you and show you that there is abundance all around you and that you can tap right into it. Because what is alchemy? Alchemy is all about transformation, and that's where all the magic is. The other hat I wear is that as a Reiki master, my best friend and I created a business called Reiki Fur Babies. And that's R-E-I-K-I. And it's not for babies, it's fur babies, as in animals. Reiki is healing energy, and my friend and I focus on animals mainly. I have seen many a miracle, 
and animals are definitely my first love. So my best friend and I wrote a book called Reiki Fur Babies, where we talk about the first year of our animal clients. I also wrote a book called Angels of Rainbow Bridge, Life After Transition. It's a book that was inspired by my corgi, Lucy. And it's all about what goes on over there on the other side for animals. And how does that affect us? I'm also the author of several money books. First is Money Blues to Blue Money, which is really just my story and how I found the secret to tapping into the energy of money. The other one is called The Equation of Money, which is about the wealth consciousness all around us. I also have a podcast called The Money Alchemist as well, and you can find it anywhere there are podcasts. And I've got one more hat, and that it's that I have my doctorate from USC in pharmacy. So you can see my left brain and my right brain really came fully together into a nice balance. What is life to you? Life to me is an adventure. It's a journey. It's where my higher self mapped out a plan for myself, for my life lessons, the people that I meet along the way, the places I live and experience, the animals in my life, and how they have taught and inspired me. Since I have such a strong connections to animals, that's a very big part of my life. I like to focus on the parts of life that have shaped me into the person that I am now. It's not that I haven't experienced hardship. I certainly have, and those experiences are the things that have shaped me into the person that I am. What do you think is the opposite of life? The opposite of life is being passive and not participating in co-creating your life. I have talked to so many people in the past who just believe that they are victims and things just keep happening to them. But I am a true believer in what we focus on grows. Life is really here to be experienced. Life teaches us where our attachments are. And then life teaches us how not to be attached. It's kind of a conundrum at times. But this has been my experience. What is the purpose of the human experience? Human experience is a blend of us being divine beings. We experience a human journey in our human body with a divine soul. The purpose is to learn the life lessons that we have sought out for ourselves. Our higher selves created this journey for us. Each of us is different, yet the same. Similar paths, similar experiences, all bringing us into our lessons to be learned, so to speak. At this time, what is the purpose of your life? <laughs> this is a really good question. Because if you would have asked me this six months ago, you would have gotten a very different answer. Six months ago, I would have said, I'm here to inspire people to be of service by my coaching, my books, my podcast, to be a teacher, a speaker, author, a coach. But my dad transitioned at the end of 2020, and now my life has taken a huge turn and my focus is on family. 
As I navigate through all of this, I realize that my purpose is still to be of service to the planet. But the journey to get there, the landscape now, has completely changed. However, it actually might have gotten to be on a grander scale, which this does excite me at times. It's possible now for a much bigger footprint. This is certainly something I did not foresee. However, based on the past question, I do believe that this is a path I have created for myself. Every day is a new day with huge opportunities for me to learn new things. There are times when it can be really scary too, but I keep reminding myself it's a privilege and it's a blessing that has come to me. And I remind myself when I do get scared. What are some of the greatest misconceptions about happiness in your opinion? I think one of the misconceptions of happiness is that people are waiting for it, not realizing that we can create it for ourselves, no matter what our situation may be. Even if it's looking for the tiny things to be grateful for, these little tiny shifts are like in the kaleidoscope, where one little shift can change the entire picture. There was a time when I was not happy. In fact, my BFF said she had never met a person who cried as much as I did. Can you imagine if someone said that to you? But I still managed to find tiny instances of happy, which then they began to grow. What do you love most about being in a human body? <laughs> We are blessed to be in our human bodies. I have found more appreciation for my body the older I get. Sending love to parts of my body at times, too, has been a practice of mine. Knowing that epigenetics exists has been a godsend. Just because of genetics, it doesn't mean that something is passed down to us. We can now change that. My mom once told me that I would have polyps in my colon because she did. And she told me this over and over and over again. And she just said, because I'm going to have them, you're going to have them. And as I got older and it became closer for a time for me to get my colonoscopy, I knew that if I didn't get it right in my head, my beliefs that things could really go sideways. And I didn't want anxiety and fear to be my vibration leading this. So I took some time to sit within myself, believing that my colon was going to be happy and healthy and that everything was going to be just fine. And when I felt confident and that I was feeling that vibration of everything's going to be okay, then I made the appointment. And get this, during the procedure, I actually woke up and the doctor said to me, would you like to see your perfect colon? And I said, yes. And there she showed me right on the screen, my perfect colon. From then on, I knew the power of our minds. What is healing to you? Healing to me can be of the mind, body, and also our soul. It's needed in all three areas. Healing can come from all kinds of modalities, whether it be Reiki, sound healing, acupuncture, meditation, a walk in nature, your fur babies, the list goes on. I think it's really personal um, to what you feel is healing to yourself. Could be yoga. It could be running. It could even be cooking. I learned all kinds of things during COVID 
And cooking was one of them. And that was really healing for me. What is the meaning of freedom to you? What is to be free? Freedom to me is seeing the abundance that is all around us in all areas of our lives. It's not just the money that we want. It's the freedom that comes along with it. Freedom is within us. Even if it looks like on the outside that we are bound, the freedom is within our soul. It's tapping into that feeling of freedom. And to get there, doing things that make us feel free as well will get us to that place of freedom. At this time, what is the world's greatest need? And also, do you have a vision for a new reality? The world's greatest need is to see that we as a collective can choose peace, kindness, and compassion, and that we're all connected. We are consciousness, and there are no boundaries if you really tap into what we are. I felt this twice when I had an out-of-body experience where I felt this expansion of love and energy and that we are all connected. I realized at this time that nothing physical mattered. I realized that I wasn't even a physical body. It was like I had left my body and it didn't matter. And I could feel this love. It was an overwhelming just feeling of just love. It was one of the most powerful experiences that I ever had. And all I did was want to stay in that feeling of consciousness for as long as I could. It was during a sound session that I experienced this. I believe that we are headed towards a 5D. 5D meaning fifth dimension, should we choose to. We all get to choose how we want to live and what we want to experience. For me, I want to experience the 5D. 3D is kind of like, you know, I have friends that say it's kind of being in a muggle, a muggle world, right? And muggles are where there's no magic. What is your understanding and idea of love? This is kind of related to the last question about love being consciousness. Love is the highest vibration and we are love. There is an equation to money, which is re related to love. This equation was given to me in a meditation, which is worthiness equals unconditional love, which equals money. That unconditional love is for oneself, self-love. Self-love is directly related to our receptiveness to money. I bet you didn't think I would mention money in relation to love. What is inner peace to you? Inner peace is a core value of mine. And I'm also born in the year of the rabbit. So I have to have peace or I am not the best version of myself. Inner peace for me is that calm, grounded feeling within. When I have that, I feel like I can tackle anything. Inner peace is a big part of my being. It's a definite must. What, where, and who is God to you? We all have God within us, and we are God. What is to be spiritual, and what is spirituality? To be spiritual is to know that you are a divine being. And whatever practices you do to support that is spirituality. It's not a religion. Spirituality is separate from religion. You can be spiritual, yet not religious. You can be religious, 
and not spiritual. I really see the difference between the two. How do you define success? What is to be successful to you? For me to be successful is to know that I have made a difference, that I have inspired someone to create a better life for themselves. I used to say, if I've helped one, then I'm done. But then that began to grow and expand. So hearing that I can inspire someone makes me feel like I've done my job. I once heard recently that a woman was having difficulty with her finances to the point where it was even making her physically ill. She read my book, Money Blues to Blue Money, and in three months it had changed her life. I was so encouraged when I heard this. This, Whenever I hear things like this, it just encourages me to keep going. And I loved the story because I didn't even have to have a conversation with her. So, why did you choose to do what you do? I did not choose to become a money alchemist. This path came to me, and I wrote all about it in my book, Money Blues to Blue Money. Also with my book, in fact, all of my books depict where I, I am on that journey. So, for example, the equation of money is when I realized that shifting from a lack consciousness to wealth consciousness is something wonderful that we should all experience. I also didn't choose to become a Reiki master. This came about because of my yellow lab. She had hip dysplasia, and I practiced Reiki on her, and it cured her. And she said to me, don't you think you should share this with all the dogs? And that is how Reiki Fur Babies was born. So I just followed my passion and the path, and that leads me to the work that I am to do. I don't know if there'll be some more books in my future. I think it'll just depend on my path. How did you become a writer? I became a writer just because I was inspired to do so. I had no idea that I could even write books. But I would say, if you feel like you want to write, just sit down and start. Just start jotting some of your thoughts and some of your ideas, and you'll find the right editor. You'll find the right people to assist you. Just make a move towards your passion and what you want to share with people. What was the inspiration, intention, and purpose of writing your book? The inspiration, intention, and purpose of my writing was to share my journey and hope that it would inspire others. I wrote Money Blues to Blue Money to share that if I could survive, and not just survive, but thrive, then others could do so. I truly, truly believe this, and I say this to all of my clients. If I can do it, anyone can do it, because I was really despondent. I was barely able to put food on the table. I had to sell my clothes and my jewelry. It was just me and my two dogs, and it was, it was a really scary time. It was a very dark time in my life. But I remember waking up one morning and making the decision that I didn't want to live like this anymore. And I started studying money. I started studying the energy of money. And I realized that my life could change. And my book talks about that, all the different examples of things that had, had come into my life. And then when I got through all of that and I started sharing with people my experiences, 
the people in my group said, you're a money alchemist. So that's how I got my name. Then when I wrote about the equation of money, I shared about wealth consciousness. And really, that's the goal, is for all of us to move from lack to wealth. And it's a consciousness. And it's not just about money. It's just about the abundance that's all around us. Talk to me for a moment about the services you offer. Services that I offer, one is my podcast. That's free. It's called The Money Alchemist. You can hear it anywhere you can get podcasts. I'm also a coach, but right now there's a waiting list for it. However, I encourage people to email me at ming at themoneyalchemist.com and reach out if you're interested in working with me. Or if you have a question or a comment, I really love hearing from people. And I actually do write back. Where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services, and future projects? My website is themoneyalchemist.com. And if you are an animal lover, check out my website, reikifurbabies.com. Again, I also wrote a book called Angels of Rainbow Bridge, Life After Transition. My corgi, Lucy, she inspired this book, and it will help those who are grieving if you've lost a fur baby. It makes a great gift, too. I also have a private Facebook group called Manifest Blue Money. Just search for it and ask to be um, invited in. I think right now there's about 400 people in there, and we all share about our blue money wins. And what's blue money? Well, it's money that comes out of the blue. Because as you focus on that blue money, more money comes. So feel free to join that group if you like. It's free. I also have a monthly newsletter that comes out. And you can sign up for that newsletter on my website, moneyalchemist.com. We are almost at the end of our conversation, and I have two final questions for you. If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing the body, would you make any change in your life or do anything in a different way? If I knew I was going to transition, so I don't use the word die, because I don't believe that we die. Die seems like it's like, that's it, that's the end. And when I started talking to animals on the other side, then I realized, okay, they're still alive. Their souls are alive. They're just not in their bodies. Well, then it must be the same for people. So if I knew I was going to transition soon, the practices is that I don't have any regrets. I started practicing this when my parents both got sick. I always wanted both of them to know how I felt about them and also that I knew how they felt about me. Now, this wasn't always easy because my childhood was quite difficult at times. But I have made peace inside me should either parent transition, I would be okay. And I've experienced this because my dad did transition. And I still have the peace inside me that I know that he and I are very connected. He knows how I felt about him. And I know how he felt about me. We really did reach a really amazing understanding in the last few years. So I hope that if I were to transition, the people closest to me would know how I feel about them. 
What are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? As of this moment, I know that life is something that you can co-create. Life is meant to be what you intend it to be. Life is full of opportunities and fun should you choose it to be. Thank you so much for your presence, for sharing your wisdom and doing what you do. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Dr. Ming Chi and her work, please visit themoneyalchemist.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.